0: the power to transform this world, we can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing, share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is the Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the future. Online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution. Press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515 605 9325 in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting To all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China. Ni hao. In India. Namaste. In Japan. Konnichiwa. In Korea. Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia. Draftatse. In Germany. Guten tag. In Poland. In France. Bonjour. In Spain. Hola. In Italy. In Egypt, In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Salbona. In Senegal, Nan-yedek. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu alaykum. Greetings and may peace be upon you all.
1: Grand Rising, everybody, we are almost ready to start the best part of the show, but first I'm just going to run my intro, so give me one moment, please, and here we go.
2: What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating, so if we take proper care of ourselves... We can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-care from Tucson Essentials on the Female Solution blog talk radio show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, healthy medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guest by calling in at 515 605 9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. So,
1: Grand Rising, everybody, and welcome to the show, The Female Solution Self Cell Care. So, what does that really mean? How do we take care of ourselves? How do we take care of our, um, our, our, our self? And how does that integrate? Because we need to create cellular harmony. Um, one of the ways in which we can create cellular harmony is by understanding who we are, right? Self-awareness and understanding how, who, like, when I say who we are, it's not like I'm Jody Susan, I'm female I'm five foot four, right? It's. Am I the divine feminine? Am I the divine masculine? Am I both? Right? Um, how do I harmonize that? How do I make that work for me? When do I bring it out? Right? This is just one component of all the things that we need to be self-aware about. And today we're going to talk with um, Reverend Jen Chung. And we are, um, she's going to help us better understand what um, what this all means. And I think we might have somebody who I met on LinkedIn uh, participate, Robert Anderson. Um, He wrote a huge article about this, which was, I mean, I read it last night. He introduced it to me last week when I published the show. It's a really cool article. So we hope that he'll be calling into the show today. And if Robert, you're already listening, um, the number to call in is is, uh, scrolling past slowly. (laughs) the bottom and um, let me see what that number is it's uh I should have it memorized after all these years five one five six zero five nine three two five and um so um next I just some housekeeping so um I'm having a stress less session It's the last one uh, for a while. It's uh, the last one is this Friday and it's at 3:30. It's amazing. We're using um, frequency uh, medicine, frequency technology. It's a group session and um, and we're combining that with um, essential oils and sound frequency. So if you're having stress, um, which I do, <laughs> It's a great way to release it and uh, give your cares to God and um, move forward with a beautiful day. All right, without further ado, let me bring on Jen Grand Rising. Great morning. How are you? I'm great. great. How about yourself? I'm really it's good, good to see you. Yeah, likewise. You look amazing. Thank so. you. So. Thank you. Great, we're talking about harmonizing the divine feminine and masculine, since you're really the one who taught me about this,
0: okay. and
1: I'm still teaching me about this. So <laughs> I love it when I have um, my friends on the show that um, I really have to be the student. And I think, you know, a lot of times when I'm on the show, I'm m- mostly the you know, with the guest. Um, the teacher. But there have been a few times, even in the last like month or so, where I'm really the student, and it's more fun for me, quite frankly, because <laughs> uh, I'm a lifelong learner.
3: Yes. Well, it's um, good to be on the show. Thank well, you for having me.
1: Yeah, I love having you here. And so, um, first of all, why don't you just share with people uh, what you do, why you do it? um so that we can get you know and and you know like we'll start there let's start there
3: okay um well my name is jen chung solar fire i'm a spiritual teacher and energetic healer um intuitive and uh, weaver of light i've been doing um, healings and such for since i was a child really um and um as i got older i've looked into different, various trainings. So I've, I've done a lot of training, a lot of, um, and including Mayan shamanic training. Um, and uh, so I utilize a, a variety of different modalities when I do healing work. I do sometimes um, private one-on-ones or also I work with groups. And um, I'm also you, less, me. you Thank And um, I also do, I, I teach classes. I give people tools to use in order to like make their, their lives better. Um, for example, one of the classes that I have coming up is multidimensional boundaries, you know. Um, so it's about different various boundary issues and giving you tools um, for addressing different issues re- with our boundaries. So uh, f- as example of boundaries are issues, you know, like people who have like are sensitive who feel everything or people who are like drained of energy sometimes, or sometimes we walk into a place and oh, it feels a little funky, you know, those kinds of things, um, having better energetic t- boundaries or tools will allow us to feel more safe, more secure, you know. So I give people tools in the various classes that I, or workshops that I do. Um, so that you can work, you know, and you can have a better life and not have to rely on someone else to be like, hey, I need help with so-and-so. Of course, sometimes having another person look at you, you know, is very helpful. Um,
1: yeah, very helpful, right? And sometimes we don't
3: right. see everything that, you know, and if we get different perspectives, um, that, that can help us to to live our more ideal life, whatever that may look like. Um, So, yeah. Um, That's just a little bit about myself and what I do. I am in the Atlanta area and- uh, So you um,
1: serve people here, but you also do remote? I do, I do.
3: I actually have um, a lot of international clients um, and uh, clients across the U.S. So I work with people um, all over the world, and, and I do get invited to to teach in different parts of the world as well. Yeah, so it's very, I, it's fun. I enjoy it quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, and you and I met in class because you were one of the teachers, right? And um, uh, well, we'll, we'll expand upon that later, but basically, really uh, showed up as a mirror for me um, so that I could have a relationship with my sister. So I'm really uh, grateful to you for that. So it was a defining moment in my life. <laughs> That's for sure. So, um, so why don't we start with what is, let's define what the divine masculine and divine feminine are. Let's just start there.
3: Why don't you tell me what you, how you interpret it? Well, I mean,
1: oh no, I get to be the student. Okay.
3: Well, you know, I mean, there's really no, like, bad well, answer, or wrong answer necessarily, right? So,
1: well, so I'll tell you how I stepped in. I am the divine masculine, um, mostly. I, um, and actually, when I read this article. Uh, by Robert Anderson it was really phenomenal. And it helped me to see I'm very divine uh, in my, I'm very, very masculine, at least according to his interpretation and I'm still learning. So, and I'll, I'll bring up the article shortly. Um, but for me, it shows up as, you know, doing the right thing, being integrous, uh standing in my power um not giving my power away. Um, it means sometimes, Yay! which I don't, because it can get unbalanced, is taking charge, right? And, you know, so I have to step back and take a look at, well, am I supposed to take charge here? Is it my charge, right? Or can I step into my divine feminine and just let people do what they want to do, right? And so there's, um, it's for me it's a it's a balancing act. Um, and uh, one of my teachers, don't know who, you know suggested that I start wearing skirts and dresses, and so I did. Um, um, sorry, I need to put on a do not disturb. I'm getting um, text messages. Hold on a second here. There we go. All right. So much better. Um, so, and and actually, that text message was perfect. Um, I'm going to explain what it was. Um, I have a habit that when somebody is a complaint about something, to provide a solution, which is a very masculine thing. Masculine, uh, they like to provide solutions and fix things, and I'm and that's who I am. And um, so this guy was texting me and telling me how um, uh, this was yesterday and this morning. Um, Let me just see this. So this person says to me, well, uh, I have annual doctors all this week. I think I have like six doctors I have to make happy. He says retirement means the doctors can schedule visits every four weeks, whether I need them or not. And to me, that sounded like somebody who was being powered over to do something that he um, didn't want to do to begin with. And um, and the answer back was, you know, I, I shared that, you know, some opportunities, both on the Western side and on the Eastern side, that maybe he doesn't have to go to doctors all the time, you know, because it felt like a forced situation. And I explained that there was a friend of mine who was a servant leader Works at this Western Medical Clinic, and they focus on preventive care, right? And um, because I, I appreciate your interest in my health, but I'm just fine. And I'm like, well, it didn't sound. I'm, and I'm like, okay, got the message, right? It didn't sound fine because you sound like you're being powered over, and you have you have to go like every four weeks to see these doctors. And so my opportunity in a divine. A masculine state is to say until that person asks for help don't offer it right like don't be the divine masculine in that instance like that's my assessment of myself but go ahead so that's i look that's how i look at the divine masculine and, and feminine i don't really have a i'm not educated enough to um to teach or even to give more of a definition than that
3: uh well, you know, um, in my opinion, according to me, we're all divine, and we all have both masculine and feminine aspects of ourselves. So, when we're talking about well, what does that mean? If i if as a woman, that simply means that I'm only divine feminine and and not divinely masculine. And the answer is actually no, because we're we actually have both aspects. So um Maybe it'll help a little bit to talk about duality. So we're in this human existence, this game that we're playing where where there's specific rules here to be on earth. and one of them that we're playing out, we've played out for quite a while is the duality of male and female. And um, we also have on, on that duality, you know, there on the male side there would be things like, um, good. And then the female side, evil, or the sun, the moon, yang, yin, right, left. You mm-hmm. know, these are different aspects. And if we get into more of it, then you had mentioned, for example, action, the doing the relaxing is on the feminine side you know or um um strength courage would be considered on the masculine side and on the feminine side might be like vulnerability um gentleness so you get a sense of which side is which now um we both actually have both you know there's sometimes depending on um for example, let me give you an example. Um, let's say I need to make a decision. I'm standing mm-hmm. in a supermarket and I'm looking at a whole bunch of teas. And I'm like, ah, oh, which tea did I choose? Now, we're actually constantly switching between one and another. The decision-making aspect is actually masculine. So I'm looking at these teas, if I feel like, oh, I don't know, there's so many teas, I can't decide, Like, you know, like which one do I choose? I'm actually more on the feminine side. You know, I'm like taking in all the different types and then just, you know, like absorbing this, like, oh, there's like this, this flavor and that flavor. And it's like, oh, there's so many possibilities. So I'm more on the feminine side. In order for me to choose a tea, I actually have to shift over just a little bit to the masculine side to make that decision like, that's the one. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And we actually do this um, daily in our lives, and um, and we know it's not something we really think about. You know, if I need to sit down and write a whole bunch of emails and do a bunch of work, I need to get on my masculine side, my feminine side. If I, uh, you know, when I am too much on my masculine, I'm doing, 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 and you know, I get tired, I get stressed. You know then it's like, oh, I need to, you know, get back a little bit into my feminine and just uh, relax a little bit, breathe a little bit. You know, what they say, um, slow down and smell the flowers kind of thing. Yeah. So, so, when we're talking about harmonizing, it isn't to say like, oh, one side is better than the other, it's like looking within ourselves, recognizing both aspects of the divine that we are. And start noticing, okay, I'm I'm being more masculine today, or I'm being more feminine today, and and noticing, um, and just working, utilizing, and and both aspects, embracing both aspects of ourselves. Neither one is is better than the other. We need both, and as we, you know. Um, it's a 21st century, things are shifting, you know. Um, we're in the vibration of two, which is all about love and harmony, right? And and um
1: and we're in a Venus retrograde,
3: yes. <laughs> so so there's like energies of of the, the divine feminine that is permeating, you know, society in the world now where it is um there's much more love in the world. and we're shifting towards more love, more harmony and um, embracing both aspects of ourselves. and And that really is what what healing is about, you know, becoming whole and, and not separating one and the other, or saying this ah oh, I, I, you know, like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm too masculine, Oh, I'm too feminine. No, it's actually we're both. And how can we live with both in harmony, in cooperation, within ourselves and sharing that aspect of ourselves with the world.
1: Yeah, and I would also, you know, I would agree with that and say, <clears throat> yeah, so I'm married <coughs> and um I'm more the divine masculine, he leans more the divine feminine, right? And um and by the you know uh you know like like Jen said, we encompass both, but when we know that I can, me, I can pull out my divine masculine more often and easier than he can, um, I may get sent in to handle or negotiate one situation, but when it calls for the divine masculine, and then there are other times where it calls for the divine feminine, He has to go in and he has to manage it. And so, but that's how it's been in the past. Now we've both learned from each other. And so I know how to pull out the divine feminine better than I did in the past. Mm -hmm. He knows had to pull out his divine masculine better than he did in the past. And so we can learn from our partners and, you know, do all of that. But what I'll say is that I stepped into the divine masculine because, you know, I became a bodybuilder as a kid, you know, at uh, age 14, I started lifting weights. Well, because I was being beaten up at home, Mm -hmm. right? So I was forced into stepping into my divine masculine, learning how to step into my power quickly and not be powered over, not not be the receiver all the time of everything and anything, right? Um, which is, can be the negative part of the divine feminine. Doesn't have to be that way, by the way. Um, it's just how it showed up for me as, as a child and as a young teen. Um, mm-hmm. Would you like to give examples about um, where people might see their divine masculine show up or divine feminine show up?
3: Well, I think if you, if you, um, you know, like earlier, I gave examples of what's, what's considered masculine, what's considered feminine, if you kind of just like, think for yourself, we're, you know, making a list of, okay, what's considered feminine, what's considered masculine, then you'll be able to see aspects of yourselves. For example, when I wear pants, I'm definitely more in a, like a masculine um, compared to like, if I wearing a skirt, you know, I'm accessing certain feminine energies. Um, that could be a simple example. You know, and what, like you're saying, um, there's certain traits that <laughs> bless you. Um, so there's
1: for someone, maybe even myself. I don't know. That's you know.
3: Yeah, that, um, um, you know. So there's so when we when we look at ourselves, you know, like. Typically, if you imagine, um, I mean, there's certain stereotypes of what what, um, masculine and feminine are, you know, definitely like um, that, that whole bodybuilding example, you know, working out, you know, that's like, more, would be considered more masculine whereas like like weight training or or fighting sports right and then on the feminine side in terms of like exercise or something then maybe something more like pilates or yoga would be considered a more feminine although even with i never both. did <laughs> right so so even within both there's like like the energies of masculine and feminine you know um
1: and, and well, actually, was- the funny thing is, prior to becoming a bodybuilder, I was doing a ton of dance,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: And so I, I stepped out of dance and into muscular, you know, like I don't, um, here, uh, don't f with me. <laughs> For those of you who are not watching, um, and listening, I have two buttons one is a staple buttons. it's the easy button, right? That was easy, right. And then I had this other button that says, starts with an F and ends in a fire truck. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to press the button, but it's really funny and it makes me laugh a lot. But, it, but basically I had that don't fire truck with me mentality. Uh-huh. Uh, so, um, Inspired by Susan Rossi, by the way. The easy- yes. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs>
3: Right. So so actually within within all the different things that we do, there are components of feminine and masculine. And we kind of switch between both. Now, um, is it Naima right here has a question? So she says two male friends. So Naima, first of all,
1: thank you for being here. She is our executive producer for the Female Solution, uh, the blog talk of radio. And she says, "I have two male friends who recently had an argument where they both said hurtful things to each other. Were they both in the masculine side or the feminine side?" Good question.
3: I would say probably that they were both on the masculine side. You know, on the masculine side, you have things like confrontation conflict. You know um, the the whole arguing arguing side. So so um, that that's uh, my opinion. That that just as a, you know um, from from the very little information that I have, um, conflict is t- typically a masculine energy. And-
1: Interesting. So what about people who have conflict avoidance?
3: Well, then that, that would be a little bit more on the feminine, right? There's the, the avoidance aspect, it, you know, is more feminine. And uh, confl- You know, the confront is, you know, much more forward and it's much more um, masculine in terms of it.
1: <laughs> and it's interesting sometimes to use my husband and I as an example. So he avoids confrontation because mm-hmm. <clears throat> my opinion, doesn't mean it's true, is that he feels confrontation has a negative connotation to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, on the other hand, love confrontation um uh, because I believe it brings resolution, clarity, uh, opens up more dialogue and releases energies um and usually pent up energies that you don't need because we have misunderstandings, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's just so it's interesting. Um, and I think that's mostly cause he's a very masculine person, right? So I don't want people to think that I, you know, that like, I, I actually, I want to bring up this article cause I want people to understand something about, um, the divine masculine and divine feminine, according to, um, this man, Robert, uh, Anderson. Okay. So let me go back here. Cause I think this is interesting. So he wrote this article on LinkedIn on the 26th when he published it. And I think I published our show like maybe around the same time. Okay. And so he explains the divine masculine and feminine energies. And he says, they are spiritual concepts that transcend gender and relate to the balance and interplay of certain qualities and attributes within each individual and the collective consciousness. And he says the masculine represents such... As strength, logic, action, protection, assertiveness, which, you know, Andrew has all of that. So mm-hmm. I, I want people to understand that he, my husband, even though I feel like he's the divine feminine and I'm the divine masculine, he has strength, he has logic, he has action, protection, and assertiveness. Um, it embodies the qualities of being focused, purpose driven. He's all that and providing a stable foundation. It's not about dominance or control, but rather about healthy expressions of power and leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, the, now, the divine feminine, he says, and again, this is uh, Robert Anderson, so you can follow him on LinkedIn. And he says, uh, the divine feminine, on the other hand, encompasses qualities like nurturing, intuition, compassion, receptivity, and creativity and it embodies the energies of empathy, emotional intelligence, and the ability to hold space for others. So my husband has all of that too. And I have both of those as well. He says, it's not about passivity, but rather about the power of vulnerability, which I'm not always, um, empathy and interconnectedness. And he says, they are present in all individuals, which is what you're saying, Jen, Mm -hmm. regardless of gender, and finding balance between them is essential for holistic well-being and spiritual growth. And cultivating these energies within ourselves and acknowledging them in others leads to harmonious and integrated approach to life and relationships. So when you go back to, I'm just going to put this article in the thread, when you go back to the concept and thought form that I'm saying my husband's a divine feminine, it means he knows how to access that in a, in a stronger way than I do right now until we both find balance. Um, and I am still a work in progress in learning how to balance my divine feminine. I mean, I had to literally change. I was definitely divine feminine when I, when I was born into this world. I was dancing, I was singing, but it was quashed, right? And instead of becoming more of the feminine, I, you know, I said, no, thank you. I'll show you. Right. That was just my reaction to it. I have self awareness about it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just what happened.
0: Mm-hmm. And so when we the,
1: the the I think the purpose of this show is to help people understand who they are, right? Have self awareness. Decide what parts work when. Not that you have to get rid of them. Where do you insert your divine feminine? Where do you insert your divine masculine? How does it play? Where where does it benefit you to pull one part out versus the other? Would you agree, Jen?
3: Well, there's that aspect, and then also recognizing that that, for example, uh, you know, like what Robert Anderson is saying, it's like there's actually um, within, for example, masculine traits there could be the positive expression of those traits or the negative expression of those traits, right? So someone who is um, um, assertive, you know, they could be assertive in a healthy way versus being controlling and forcing his way over other people, right? So they're both ways of assertion How there it's all masculine, and yet at the same time, there's different ways of expressing those aspects. So, like, vulnerability you know, um, an expression of vulnerability is um, being open, be you know, being um, um, revealing of one's true self, for example, as opposed to being a victim, you know, and vulnerable in that way. So, so there's different aspects within even, you know, the masculine or the feminine that that it's it's about how we are expressing ourselves in the most divine way possible. The most, the that that essentially makes our life easier, and you know, and that we are expressing the truth of who we are. And there, you know, it's we like I said, you know, we're, we've got both aspects you know maybe right now um you express more of your masculinity your masculine energies in some situations and in other situations you get to express your more feminine side you know um and and the same with 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 andrew um, um myself just everybody you know and it's 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 all actually choice too you know how do i wish to express my femininity? Do I wish to express my feminine aspect as like weak and unable to do things, everybody take care of me? Or can I express my femininity with strength, you know, with, with, um, with balance with peaceful, you know, so there's like different ways of how I can express myself.
1: Yeah, we're gonna go to commercial and I'm going to, Share a story about uh, a doctor that I trained under um, in Illinois. And his name is uh, Dr. Uh, Danny McLean. And he is both clearly divine masculine and divine feminine, right? And how I feel he leveraged um, uh, his, you know, both of those to uh, live by his highest values, right? So um, we'll go to a quick commercial and we'll come right back. Thank you for being here. Everybody, Jody Susan with Susan Essentials uh, coming live to you here from uh, Schaumburg, Illinois. We are going to uh, test uh, the tap water and the ProPure um, water filtration system today. Um, the ProPure water filtration system takes out the VOCs, it takes out um, fluoride, it takes out chlorine, it takes out chromium 3 and 6, all the prescriptions, and um, I'm just gonna do a quick demonstration to show you that when you pull all that stuff out, it also raises, in addition to doing that, it raises the water to an alkaline state. Cancer cannot live in your body when it's in an alkaline state. So let's get started. So we have to put in, um, so here's the tap water. Okay. This. Let's turn this on. This is Pro-Pure water, which by the way, it tastes delicious too. Um, and we need 10 teaspoons, you need 1.7 ounces. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. And then I'm gonna clean this off with the Clean water so I don't contaminate it. Look, less contaminated, right? Because it's still contaminated. One, two, three, four, turn off that noise, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, so what we're looking for this, um, it got wet, of course, right? But uh, our water's supposed to be a seven. That's how it's supposed to come out of a tap, and then when it's in an alkaline state, it's healthier for you, and then it you know, goes from an eight or above. So uh, this requires that I put in two to three drops. So we're gonna do one, two, not easy to get it out, three. And we're using pH Perfect. That's the testing system we're using. One, two, three, there we go. We're going to stir them both. Okay, so let's take a look at this. Um, So this is a 7. This is clearly an 8. It's actually borderline 8.5. So again, we're taking out the VOCs. We're taking out the pharmaceuticals, chlorine, fluoride all the other icky stuff that's in there. Um chromium 3 and 6. Your body cannot feed cancer when it's in an alkaline state. This is an inexpensive system. When you put it for the countertop model, we also have whole house models. We also have stuff for the refrigerator. Give me a call, Jody Susan 847-738-0242 or email. All right. It's a longer commercial, but um, I decided to start living more by my highest values. You know, there's so many different products that I offer for people to reclaim their health. And um, there is one product I have, well, well, they're all amazing, right? But the one thing that if you're not doing, you need to do is filter your water. Because when you take a look at all the toxins in your water, and it's not expensive to do, you just go to the ewg.org, you plug in your zip code, and they'll show you all the contaminants that are in your water. And they all end up causing cancer, right? And they're not being filtered out. People think that their tap water is filtered. It's not. And, um, you know, there's whole house... I mean, so anyways, the point is that um, we're being medicated against our consent. (laughs) I mean, it's really just that simple. And... People are just unaware. So I'm doing everything I can now. I'm doing this big, huge push to help people get clean water, not only for their tap, but for their shower, because um, when you're showering, your skin, it doesn't have a filter, right? And so mm-hmm. your bloodstream. So um, I know it's a long commercial, but like, I don't care because hopefully I saved one life today, you know, like that. So there you go. ha.
3: Now, were you more in your d- uh, divine feminine or masculine, I right Oh, absolutely masculine.
1: <laughs> absolutely masculine. And today I was going to say, you said like when you're wearing pants, you're more in the masculine. What I decided to do was wear blue jeans and flowers.
3: <laughs> so that
1: I could balance it out all day. <laughs> I had intention behind it. Yes. So, yeah, no, definitely divine masculine. I'm like.
0: Boom! 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 Right,
1: <laughs> no, I get who I am. Trust me, it's not like it passes me by. You know, I know. <laughs> so you got to laugh about it.
3: So- yeah, it's it's definitely about having that awareness, right? Um, and it's like um, living your life with intention. You know, and, and and intention is so important, and it sets the energy for everything we do our whole life um, rather than, than being shuffled around um, it ha- setting our intention, you know, centers us. It, it gets us to where we wish to go and also it affects the world and the people around us.
1: Yeah. I um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I was at this uh, networking uh, group last week and they said, you know, they were asking about maybe like what our mantras were or something. And that's what I said, living life with, you know, on purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Not like willy nilly, but on purpose. What are you, what are you setting out to do today? What's your intention? How are you planning on getting there? Right. Um, A man who I know, who I studied under for many years, uh, Dr. Danny McLean out of Libertyville, Illinois, I want to use his, him as an example because it's perfect. Like he is a divine masculine in some ways because he he bench presses. I don't know, maybe four or five hundred pounds. I <laughs> mean, huge, right? Um, and I mean, he's just big, bulky, and healthy, right? And and like you know, he sews bras, <laughs> right? And you know. So you like he's a chiropractor, he's an acupuncturist, he's a massage therapist, he does NLP, hypnosis, you know, he has, you know, all that. And he sews, he cooks, you know, um, writes poetry, you know. (laughs) So my point being is, like, we can breathe into both, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's really a beautiful thing. And I love what you said, Jen. It's about... Really being aware of what part of us is showing up and when and why and I would say you know is it healthy and I'm not and I'm not saying it's not healthy to be both it is healthy but is it healthy the way it's showing up in your world mm-hmm. you want to talk about that
3: we well, kind of touched on it a bit earlier right where where in th- there's the different expressions of the different energies. So, so, you know, the example I'd given before was a victim or being vulnerable, being vulnerable without being a victim, uh, you know, and it's like how we're expressing them makes a difference. Um, Yeah.
1: I think that victim thing is a big thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, can you, I mean, why don't you give an example of someone who, uh, decide to show up as a victim right versus i mean go ahead i would love to hear an example
3: (laughs) Uh, well i have to think of an example first um let me see okay so if someone is in the victim energy Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, if I was in the victim energy, then I might say something like, oh, my gosh, why is everything, why is ev- the whole world against me? All bad things just keep on happening to me. Or this person is doing something to me. You know, they're such a jerk. Um, it, I might say those kinds of things where it's it's all about external in. Um, that it's being forced upon me and I'm in that, like, boo-hoo, like, um, I, I'm so I'm so weak and things are just done to me. Whereas a difference would be acknowledging that, okay, I'm making certain choices and I'm allowing things to happen to me, you know. Um, that's a little different, you know, where it's like I'm acknowledging, actually, I do create my reality And by the choices that I'm making, um, I'm allowing certain things. Um, And so that, that, that recognition or that acknowledgement shifts someone out of that victim mode. And maybe certain things are still happening. However, there's awareness of it. And then there's the choice of, okay, I can continue to allow this to happen. And I'm, you know, I'm aware of it and it's, it's, there's a shift that happens there, you know? Um, um, like you mentioned earlier, you, you know, you had someone saying, oh, I'm seeing a doctor. I have to see this, these doctors every it week. It sounded like a victim. Yeah, um, and they give away their power, right? In, in, in a certain way, it's their choice, their choosing. So we always have a choice. And that's a, that, that, that acknowledgement of choice in my choosing, To allow something or i'm choosing to participate in this or i can choose something else um and that's about that's that's empowering you know when we recognize um choices that we make you know like for example um someone says something rude to me you know and they're being very disrespectful i have a choice do i react to that you know, or do I respond to that? And those are very different things. So my reaction could be like, you know, like, hey, you know, you blah blah blah, you know, and just fight, fight. Or I could be like, hey man, it, you know, just, it's okay, you know, just be cool. You know, so it's like even on the inside, maybe I don't say anything, but I, you know, my risk res- I react to it with like err, you know, I'm like irked, or it's like, um, I, I respond to it in a more um more mm, neutral. Like maybe I recognize that they're not, they're being moody because something happened, you know, and um and I'm I'm choosing to respond rather than react. You know, like if I'm driving on the freeway, someone cuts me off, it's like, how what is my reaction? Is do I react to it and go like or it's like am I centered? Am I, you know, and am I like, okay, it's like, oh, well, they're cutting me off is not about me. It's about them. Maybe they're in a movie maybe, you know, whatever it is, you know? So it's like, and, and we both have different ways of, I mean, we all have different ways of um, um responding, you know, and, and there's masculine and feminine, you know, I'm, getting a little bit lost with different stuff (laughs) hopefully that that made sense (laughs) yeah
1: yeah. i mean so i mean the key concepts of shifting our mindset around this is um is something happening to you or for you right and so if you all keeps on happening to me bringing on that victim mindset and if it's uh to you you can go in victim mode but if it's for you you can shift and go okay what what is the universe trying to teach me right now what's right. the lesson right so there's right. that
3: and okay. that's 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 definitely about perspective so mm-hmm. i can look at everything that happens to me whether whether positive or negative according to me cuz it's always according to our own opinions right whether something is done to me then it puts me in like a a disempowered position or for me then okay what am I to learn about a situation so if I'm saying it's done to me is that automatically
1: putting me in the feminine energy Mm, or not I don't know
3: it could be it depends Um, um my initial response is yes Mm -hmm. however it's sort of like um wait it's it's more how how it's it's what's going on
0: (gasps) oh my god
3: so you know i'm I'm i hear all
1: this pitter-patter right (laughs) like what's going on and i wear i've been wearing my bod today i i've had some trauma in the last year right and Mm -hmm. actually since i moved to georgia and I started looking at the list. I'm like, Jody, you've got PTSD again, and you need to be wearing this 24 7 right now. So, but I didn't want to have it necessarily on the show. So I plugged it in, right, and I have it on my thigh. And I hear this little pitter patter, and I feel the vibration go away because, you know, I'm kind of sensitive that way. <laughs> so this girl right here decides the cup, she pitter patters, walks upstairs, pulls this out. <laughs> she pulls this out. <laughs> and I just get laughing because like you know she's all up in my business
3: (laughs) and I love it well yeah so so that as an example you know that was your response right um and where someone else might if if they're um not centered or misaligned maybe there is like hey what are you doing you know stop messing with my stuff she's all in my business i i bring her into she's my girl
1: and so as as such she gets to be all up in my business so (laughs) good to
3: see you too good to see you
1: yeah so you're saying hi to auntie jen yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, so so you want to tell me why you, you pulled the bot out of the cause you could. She goes, cause I could. That's hilarious. You are so funny. She's really funny. She she is so she's the smartest flipping soul, right? So we have um as you know, you've been to our, our home. There's an enclosed porch on the, on the main level, level. And we recently reorganized that enclosed porch. And so the, um, there's like this uh, baker's rack that, that we have their toys on um, that used to sit on the far side of the porch. Well, now it's up against the window that comes into the home. And you know, most people have like doggy doors, right? Where, you know, the dog can come in and out. Well, we just kind of opened up that window and the birds can come in and out. So, um, and I trained them, I showed them, you know, look, if you want to come in, whatever, because it gets too hot, or whatever, you need something, this is where you come in. Well, I accidentally, yesterday, when I was on the phone, I had that window closed and she takes her beak. She's like,
2: I want in.
1: And i like, you were so flippin' smart. I trained you to use that doggy, or birdie door, and here you are, you know, like not even a half a day later using your tools. I love you. Yes, I love you. Mwah. So, um, yeah, she's so smart. She's like, I don't care who people think. People think birds are, they call them bird brains? Uh-uh-uh. No. <laughs> you want a bird brain. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So anyways, completely derailed the show. Please excuse me. Go back to what you were saying. And I will stop being distracted by my beautiful girl. What
3: were we saying? Um,
1: We were talking about the difference between responding, reacting. I actually was active listening. You're talking about like you're being on the road and everything with the car. Mm-hmm. Oh, so go ahead.
3: Well, you know, I know. Active listening. <laughs> it, it it always it varies, you know, because we have, we go through waves, you know, throughout the day, there's ups, up moments, down moments, and the up and downs don't necessarily have to be extreme, they could be little shifts, where there's certain moments where I'm more centered, where I'm more grounded, I'm more connected with my higher self. And then, you know, something like getting cut off, you know, by someone on the freeway, it's like, Eh, it's not a big deal. I'm aligned, you know, it's not about me. It's, you know, and then, um, however, if I am, you know, off balance, and, and things are like, I'm not in alignment, then it could be a little bit more challenging. where it's like, err, you know, like, hey, that person's being reckless, you know, and I mean, being like, negative about it. And, and that's okay. You know, we're always looking to, you know, um, get in center, get aligned with ourselves, right? And then when we are centered, we're balanced. And we do have to shift, you know, like um, slightly off balance to the left or the right in order to move in life. It's like walking. If we're always centered and we completely in the middle all the time, we actually won't move. We, when we walk, we actually have to shift our weight left and right in order to move. And that's that whole feminine and masculine. We actually have to move between the masculine and the feminine in order to even move in life. Um,
1: And I would say, you know, um, there was something I was going to say about that. I'm going to sneeze again. I'm clearing for somebody. So I'm not clearing for myself. And I'm not clearing for you, or and, and, who am I? Cl- I'm clearing for somebody. Oh, Naima, I'm clearing for you. Whatever yeah. this is, I'm clearing for you, Dolly. Um, let me go back to Gia this comment and we'll circle back. She says, "Grand rising, beautiful queens. Victim mind usually thinks of things happening to them versus being aware of the lessons in everything. So I completely agree. We have um this opportunity. I think the biggest thing that you're that I'm taking away right now, okay? Which I I um you know, I try to encourage people to do and encourage myself to do, right? Is to be self-aware. And I may get pissy for the moment and i'll catch myself i go okay what's the lesson right so what i'm saying is that if you get pissed at something you can be pissed and but but give it away really fast you know catch yourself give it to god and then say okay what's the lesson what am i supposed to be aware of because i think the important lesson here is the awareness around the energy what's the energy you're bringing and how do you harmonize it? Like we're saying, and when we can be aware of how we feel like to me, that's so critical because I feel that so many people, I mean, I'll put myself in that category. We were trained since we were children to not feel our feelings. Right. And if we can't, if we're being told we're not allowed to feel our feelings and like that then how the heck are we supposed to be aware about how we feel because we're being trained already to quash
2: them
3: it's it's it does it's it's like a conscious consciousness thing oh and a conscious choice right so um sometimes the whole feeling thing yes we're taught not to by example or being literally told or sometimes as children we learn to quash our own feelings we learn to shut ourselves down Mm -hmm. Uh, and and um that awareness you know it doesn't necessarily mean that i have to be aware constantly all the time of like all my lessons in life you know, there's a lot of things happening. You know, and I mean, well, we. Key one. What's that? How about the key lessons? Right. Well, the way I kind of tend to think about it is that when we go through something that is very emotional, or something that's very um, maybe challenging, those are the times when when I when I have to look at what am I meant to learn from this? You know, for example, if if I have a friend that gets mad at me, you know, and I'm feeling like, like, oh, my friend doesn't, she she has no right to be mad at me. You know, I didn't do anything to her. She's just being mad at me, You know, um, so then it's like, why did this, why did I create this? You know, what am I supposed to learn from the this this harmony you know even if it was for that moment because maybe i'm i'm feeling like hey you know that's unfair that she's mad at me for something i didn't even do right where she's mad at me because she thinks i did something so we both have different perspectives for however for me it's like okay what am i supposed to get from this situation you know like um is it to be more understanding of other people, or is it that, like, um, I'm not recognizing when I inadvertently do something, you know, so I have, I get to examine it, or, you know, for example, another example might be something like uh, abuse, you know, if I have someone, like, yelling at me, you know, okay, Um, and I get very emotional, I'm just like, ah, you know, I'm like, because someone's yelling at me, you know, maybe in that moment, I can't recognize or or examine what's going on. I'm just feeling like very emotional, because I'm being yelled at. However, afterwards, you know, when I am more centered, I might be able to look at, okay, what within myself created the situation? You know, am I, do I have certain victim energies within myself that's like drawing in someone to be yelling at me? Or is it like, Am I processing something or, you know, just what within myself am I supposed to recognize and stop the disrespect because maybe in the past I've been a pushover and I don't, you know, speak up when I, you know, someone's being disrespectful. And so maybe the lesson is about self-love, you know, and self-respect. Wait, wait, this is an acceptable behavior, you know? So it's like, we're, there's various different aspects and we can only know when we examine ourselves Um and and change happens when we start to have awareness of what's going on in my life. If I don't know and I just you know go about my day, you know, and I don't set my intentions and things just happen, it's like I can live like that, sure. However, you know, when I start to notice things, okay, is this a re- it, wait? I, every once in a while, I get people like being saying disrespectful things to me, and oh, this is a pattern if it's a, you know so it's like about recognition and awareness and when we have that recognition or awareness we can make a choice to change or we can remove things that are negative to our lives and we can shift and invite things that are more more in line with what we desire in life
1: yeah i mean spot on i mean we need to shift to, so we can align with our highest values, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to go to a quick commercial. It's nine o'clock or a little bit after. And then we're going to hear from Naima and Vieta, who both have some things to share. Um, And uh, what I'm going to share is um, a new product that we have out. It's called the Super Patch. And it's really kind of cool. I will just tell you that. Um, let me just see if I can get this going. This
5: needs to show up. This okay. print can print it, like on Windows.
1: Okay, so we skipped the ad. Hi, everyone. So w- this is like a minute and a half. And I want to tell you this is the coolest thing on the planet. Um, so once you get your water filters, <laughs> Figma laughing at me. Like, we have different patches, and there's no ingredients, guys. And there's, um, there's no drugs, no ingredients. What it is, it's a code, and the code sends a signal to the brain. And I will tell you a couple stories about what this did, but it's just the coolest thing. Um, so give me a minute, because uh, we're having amazing results for our, for our friends here in Georgia and in Illinois. And um, we're having amazing results in our own household. So, without uh, further ado, let me run that.
5: It's Jay with Super Patch. I hope everyone's having a great day. People are always asking me, Jay, how do these super patches work? So, today I'm going to give you guys a high level explanation. The first things first every physical, emotional, psychological function has a corresponding neuro code in our brains. And these neural codes, which are just messages, sometimes get stuck or damaged for a million and one reasons, but that leads to poor health, poor wellness, and even poor performance. So after 12 and a half years of research at Superpatch, we actually decoded these messages. We decoded the neural code that can help and control the neurofunction function of physical, emotional, and psychological functions. So every single Superpatch has a pattern and ridges in it. And when these ridges come in contact with our skin, the patch uses the receptors in and on our skin to send that message to our brain. And the brain decodes it. So every single super patch is generating a very specific signal that's responsible for a physical, emotional, or psychological function. And that's how the super patches work. So all eight super patches have their unique QR code that's sending a unique message that our brain decodes. And that's why we can help with so many wellness, performance benefits that people are seeing. So till next time, you guys have a great day. Talk to you
1: soon. Okay. So here's the story. Um, I have a friend who used to have let's say an addiction to alcohol right um, and uh, okay and so uh, Jen why don't you uh, I just got your message so why don't you go ahead um, and take a quick pause and I'll explain what happened with this super patch is that cool mm-hmm.
3: right,
1: so I'll put you in the, I'll put you in the back room all right So, I have a friend who had an addiction to alcohol, and then when that person um, got off alcohol, that person had addiction to behaviors, bad behaviors. And so we found this this patch, and it's called Kick It, and the Kick It patch. And I don't know where it's at right now, but they all come, you know, in these, uh, you know, different patch pain, uh, sleep, uh, mobility, which is liberty victory, which is for having more activity, ignite for metabolism, uh, focus, you know, like we have it all. Uh, My favorite one is peace because I have anxiety. But so when we have, um, what this person did is they weren't able to pause before they spoke. And so the person started using the kick it patch, which is kicking a behavior to the curb. And so when they put, kick the behavior to the curb, um, (laughs) when they, sorry, when they put the patch on, they started pausing before they started speaking and it shifted their relationships with, well, with themselves and with others. It was amazing. And when I put on the peace patch, my anxiety started to subside. Um, I didn't realize, but with what happened to me, um, when I moved here in, um, to Georgia and all of our belongings were hijacked to New Jersey and coupled with all the things that happened to me when we finally found a place to live and being overexposed to radiation and all the traumas, I actually had PTSD. So my stress and anxiety levels were over the top to the point where I start, stopped functioning. I put on the peace patch And I put on the joy patch, which I think, yeah, here's the joy patch. And all of a sudden, I'm feeling less stress, more joy. Now, did my problems go away? No. How I reacted or responded to my problems is what stepped in. So how am I now, instead of reacting to things, I am now responding to things. So I would just say. Uh, that these are amazing ways to um, to manage uh, how your brain is reacting or responding to the stimuli around you. All right. So with that, I'm going to bring back Jen, and then we're going to answer questions and, and re- uh, receive what Naima and Vieta have to say. So welcome back. So, so we're going to go back and talk about what Naima had to say. So Naima, um, again, thank you for being here. She says, a male friend of mine who has a son told him never to hit a girl. And a little girl in his third grade class hit him. The father said, don't hit her back. Tell the teacher. The mother said, no, hit her back or she'll keep bullying you. The little girl is bigger than him. Was the father being feminine and the mother being masculine? I'll let you go
2: first. (laughs)
3: <laughs> well um in my opinion um uh it it could be both mm-hmm. because maybe the mother's response of saying hit her back is like that that's the the aggression of like well you know you should just stand up however maybe the father's don't hit her back has that that mas- that masculine um aspect too where it's 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 about a different uh masculine energy of like standing up for yourself without getting into violence and not just a reactive but a responsive. i'm choosing you know a different way to respond to an action rather than violence which is you know um so they it, it could be um, that they're both being in masculine, you know, not necessarily that that not hitting, it, you know, is feminine per se, and it depends on the child too and how the child actually interacts, you know. Um, hopefully, that answers the question.
1: Yeah, and then my response to this is that um, well, it's it's multifold. Uh, first, I, I think uh, both of them have a program belief system, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, um, I agree with the father. You don't hit her back and not because she's a female, but you just don't hit back, right? Like I used to have somebody who used to try to hit me all the time in, in high school. And instead of hitting that person back, because I had to ride the bus with her for like 10 minutes And she would try to beat me up, but I was actually stronger than her because I was bodybuilding by that time. So what I did is I held her hands behind her back until I got off the bus. (laughs) And then I walked her and me to the front of the bus and I turned her around and I walked off the bus. So I didn't cause any harm to her. I wasn't like holding her like to restrain and hurt and cause harm. I was just keeping myself out of harm's way so that she couldn't hurt me. Um, eventually she just stopped trying to beat me up. Right. Cause she got that. I wasn't one, I'm not going to engage in a lower vibration behavior. Right. And this was at like 13 or 14 years old. Um, so I think that that's a reaction. If, if he hits back, whether she's a girl or a boy. Mm -hmm. And so I think that we can teach our children better. Um, The mother who said no hit her back. Um, That's a reaction. And she may or may not keep, maybe you can just have a completely different answer, like hold their, you know, grab their wrist, walk them to the principal you know walk the child to the other the the hitting child to the principal's office and say this person's hitting me you know or or go get a teacher and say "This, you know i i think yeah you not even tell the teacher you bring the teacher out right this person's hitting me now um take action i think we have to call people out we don't have to do back to them um, we have to call people out on their behaviors. Um, not always, but when those behaviors are directly causing us harm, yeah, we need to call them out on their behaviors and say, this is not okay.
3: Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so, yeah, so that, what you're saying, Jody, you know, like calling someone out on their behavior and the way you do it, you know, actually, so calling someone out, that could be an, uh, a, like a masculine um, energy. Whereas um, calling someone out by yelling at them, that's uh, the negative form of a masculine. Does that make sense? So, yes. so they're in, in both, both ways are both are, are calling someone out. However, one has a more positive or more um, um, higher vibrational energy than, than the other. So that even within um, the way we do things, you know, they can both be masculine energies, you know, or masculine responses. And yet one is a higher vibration and one is a more, um, um, we can say, quote unquote, more positive aspect as opposed to a negative aspect of the same um, action. Yeah. And I guess the thing is that you have to ask yourself, what's what's the goal? What's the
1: solution that you're looking for, and are you going to get that solution by that next step that you take in response or reaction? Mm-hmm.
3: And then sometimes, you know, when we're in in it, you know, like something that's highly charged, there's lots of emotions going around, maybe in that moment we can't recognize it. we don't recognize it because we're in it, and we're maybe our, we're emotional too. And then it's 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 more um, thinking back on it, looking back and reflecting on it to know, okay, how was my reaction? How was my response? And was that in line with how I wish to live my life? You know, so then if we start paying attention, then there's a possibility of recognizing in the future, okay, I didn't like last time when someone said something disrespectful and I blew up at them, you know, because I like to have more harmony in my life. Maybe that's a goal of mine. Um, to have more peace and harmony in my life. So I didn't like that I blew up at someone when they said something I didn't like. So next time when I recognize, oh, this person is saying something I don't like, I get to choose, okay, last time I just blew up, but then this time I'm going to breathe, you know, and and calm down first before yelling as my automatic reaction, you know? And then that changes my life. However, I have to have that awareness first. And that's so important. It's
1: critically important. So um,
3: uh, let me see how much I
1: want to share about this. Hold on a second. Um, so, okay. So I'm just going to be transparent about it. Um, so uh, my husband and I got into a, a disagreement and That landed us like we were talking about getting a divorce and uh, pretty serious. And my brother was informed because they were going to fly out for our celebration of our marriage in September, which we're not doing, but we're having it sometime next year. You know, there was a lot of awareness, a lot of growth, right? We realized we were putting so much pressure on each other to do all these things in this short period of time. And when we all got very reactive, right? And so, um, you know, he's he's got this new role, he's busy trying to do that. And then we're supposed to manage getting the house where it's supposed to be meaning just in alignment with how it was listed on the MLS, like just that baseline, right? <laughs> like it was listed on the MLS having certain things that doesn't have it. And now instead of uh, the um, management company um, that leases a house to us, having this be what it was supposed to be, I'm now managing getting the house in alignment with the with the listing in addition to running my business, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So that kind of puts context. So we're both in high stress mode and we decide to call this off. And um, I let my, my brother know. And his response was, and I would say it's a reaction, was you should be lucky Jody to have a man who will be with you given that you say that you talk to animals and you talk to Jesus Christ and that you can uh, speak to the dead and that you can heal people. You should be lucky that um, he accepts you. And I thought about that and it was very hurtful. And I waited a while and I said, you know... I don't judge you for not accessing your intuitive gifts. Why would you judge me for accessing mine? And like, I've never told him that he's a bad person for not accessing his divine right to God. It's his right. And so I say this because you can't, in my opinion, you really can't get more hurtful than that. He actually dug at the core of who I am, my spiritual being. And instead of lashing out and yelling at him or saying a mean text, I just asked him the question. I posed it. I'm like, well, why would you judge me for for living by my highest values and loving and living with God? And I never judge you for not doing it. I just love you where you're at, you know? And, and I think that, um, it was a lesson for me that I am not everybody's cup of tea. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I really am. Yeah, if, if, you know, obviously the people who are turning, tuning in, I'm a, obviously I'm your cup of tea, right? Otherwise you wouldn't be tuning in. <laughs> but if you are with someone or exposed to someone, and I think this is going to pull into Vieta's comment here in a second. But if you've got somebody in your life who doesn't, they don't have to like everything about you, but if they have to tell you about it all the time or make you wrong or dig at the very core of who you are and the vibration is there, like the lack of acceptance, like you can feel it. I know you can. So this message is for you. I know someone's out here who needs to hear this. Is some if you can feel someone's judgment and you guys can't talk it out and let it go and give it to God, walk away. Because the vibration, that low vibration frequency is um hurting your DNA. And there's proof to show that when you look at uh is it uh, emoto, right? Um uh who is ZDR? I hear you. Okay. I don't know what that is. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, have, uh, have the, you know, have the, um, have the, the courage to walk away. Um, Vieta said, I had a longtime friend get upset with me over a text totally baffled me for a while till I realized it was, a, it was a season to let go of relationships that were no longer nourishing. Now I'm not going to let go of my brother, um, but I'm going to let go of his judgment of me. Like if he wants to judge me, go for it. You know, like I'm not going to let someone else is someone like a family member. Um, who is ZDR? I'm wondering. Um, I don't recognize the face. So, um, at all. Okay. Love to know who ZDR is. Um, then Naima says religion programs people to actually believe God is inaccessible unless you have a doctorate of divinity from an accredited university. Wow. Right? Jesus walked the earth. Jesus walked the earth to let men know that love was their divine right and that they could heal themselves and be be healers, starting with themselves. Be a healer, he's saying. Be a healer. Start with yourself. Heal yourself first. That's what Jesus came here to say. He says, yeah, we have lots of stories in the Bible. He says, we have lots of stories in the Bible. He says, they were translated by man into the Bible. He says, some were interpreted properly and some were not interpreted properly. He said, but the bottom line is, you are a divine child of God, and you have the ability to heal yourself. That's the message, and that's what he's saying. Sorry, channel came in.
3: That's <laughs> great. I mean, it is, we are divine beings. Um, and you know as Jesus has said in the past, all everything that He is able to do we are able to do because we're all divine beings of God. We have the divine feminine aspects and we have the divine masculine aspects and and that healing ourselves, as we heal ourselves, we heal the world. We don't even have to do. You know, it's like we work on ourselves, we improve ourselves, we improve our lives, we set examples for others, our our energy vibrations change, and we affect other people's energy simply by being. And I remember um, Jesus has said before, you know, it's like, we're so focused on doing, 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 you know, and that's a very masculine aspect, right? And then then um, on the feminine side, it's like, it's about being. So I remember one time, you know, in the way back, I was like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? I need to, you know, what am I meant to do? And it's like, we're meant to be. You know, if you ask a flower, what is your job? What are you supposed to do? You know, the flower, its purpose, it's to be. It's to like, be who it is. And then as other people look at it, they can appreciate its beauty, its, its fragrance, its, its light, you know, Mm -hmm. So that's, I think that's exactly it. We have that ability to with our own awareness of like, okay, this is an ideal for me in my life, I'd like to shift this, I would like to be here, I'd like to be this. And we work on being that and being whole and complete and um that that's that's how we better our lives in the world we're having a
1: i think a infiltration on the show
3: yeah seems like however it's like we can You know
1: i put the user in a timeout i i just needed to figure out what was going on and channel like i was getting very confused and the energy was really scary Mm -hmm. for me so i uh i want to clear energy real quick Okay, there you go. All right, we're back. There were some really naughty things. (laughs) I'm not going to give it energy. All right, Uh, Chris is with us. She says, good morning, Uh, Chris Spatula. And um, I forget exactly what Chris's last name means. It's something of the light. Um, Chris, would you remind me what your last name means, Dolly? It's something about the light. so she's, she's a healer as well. And here to shed, I know here to shed light, right. Um, um, and our, our gifts and our ability to um, be self healers. Right. So, um, so um, where were, I'm going to go to commercial cause it's nine 30 and I need a pause. So <laughs> there was a little funky energy that came through. So, um, let me run that, and we've got uh, a few comments. She uh, says that's so funny. She says, "Oh my gosh, it's not coming to me." <laughs> I'll look it up because what does FEJZ mean? Zula is light, or the Zula was partly light, but it's FEJZ, and then the Ula is light. I can't remember what it is, but we'll figure it out. All right, we'll run to commercial real quick.
0: Mm. Um.
4: The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, self cell care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, repairing broken families with Naima Latif and co host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, soulful solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, health and well being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, success strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on relationships. Third Saturday, move around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution.
1: So um, I have my other computer to my left where we're running the blog talk show. And um, I see we have a caller coming in from 312-833. So, I'd like to take the caller um, and find out what your question is or your contribution, and um, uh, we will go from there. And so, um, Jen, please tell me that you, you know, confirm that you can hear this on your side. Okay. Okay. All right. So, first, we're just going to test the audio. So, welcome to Self Cell Care. This is Jody. And who are we talking with?
6: Thank you, way on your shalom and I rising and as um, to
1: uh, to the name of the teeth. Who are we speaking with? Robert,
6: Chicago. Robert uh, I'm sorry, who? Wait, who
1: is this? On- Can you hear him? Yeah. Very softly. Very softly. So we can't hear you, and I, I'm not getting an answer to the question. Who am I speaking
6: with? Now? My phone might be down. Can you hear me better now?
1: Can you hear him better now? If I can hear him. Okay. And who am I speaking with?
6: You're speaking with Minister Robert Floyd Trump in Chicago.
0: So thank you and, for being uh, here.
6: My comment is, is on healing. You know, uh, thank God for the female solution. Female and uh, thank God for self-healing. Uh, uh, health or care and healing equal to twenty three also uh be equal to twenty three. So uh the divine uh healing is as you said Jody is within oneself and the most important part is in your heart. You know, uh in the word in the scripture, somewhere it says none but the pure in the heart is gonna see God. However uh you know, it's your PMA, that, uh, which is your positive mental attitude, that does the healing within your own mind. And that becomes a, a self care in a righteous way that you have discovered the most important personality of living. And that is you. Within you, you have all of the divine power to heal uh, any kind of situations
7: or conditions.
1: Within yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Uh, thank you for you know calling in. And then we have um. It's it's interesting. Um, is it? And so, are, are you complete or because I'm gonna move over? Do you have anything you want to say, Jen?
3: Or no, it's absolutely true that we do actually have. That ability within ourselves to to be the perfect divine being that we are. Um, that yeah, I so I agree. Cool, cool.
1: Um, we are getting some interesting um, comments on YouTube today. Contributors who I've not seen before. Um, and I'm just wondering, uh, Naima, could you take a look and see if this also needs to be blocked? Uh, I would be grateful.
3: Um, thank you. So. so, You might need a moment to like center yourself.
1: Yeah, I am. I, and I've been going into the trees energetically to center, but um, I keep. I'm getting hit on different sides. It's interesting. Mm. Um, so, and what is that? So, um, we we're just having some interesting. Do you see the comments there, Jen? Can you?
3: Yes. Can you I think it could be cleared.
1: Like block it as well, because I don't know what this is either.
3: Mm, it's unrelated.
1: Yeah. Put user in timeout. There we go.
3: Oh, now. Now I'm clear. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Man. So, you know, it's interesting. We're also in a time of uh, manifestation. Uh, uh, when is the show going to start? So, uh, the show is started. Started in a we're grateful for you being here. This is really weird today. Mm. So what is the lesson? Oh, so don't let... Oh, don't... So the lesson... Okay, so this is a lesson not only for me, but I'm hearing for the universe. So don't let people take you off track. Stay true to your mission, right? And I mean, just just that simple. People will do it... Ah. Oh, Oh, got it. Okay, it's bigger than that. It's not just don't let people take you off your track. There's a huge message here today. People, I have a twin flame relationship. And since the day I met my husband, which was he was not my husband at the time, the dark side started coming in to... uh To distract us from our mission, cause uh, discomfort, cause distractions, uh, fights, all this stuff, right? And we were talking earlier about, Naima said, um, about the the male friend, right? Who had a son who was told never to hit a girl. Y'all have to, what they're telling me to tell you is that you need to start looking at these interferences, and we need to look at them differently. See, Jesus works through us with the light. And when we are in a low vibration state, anger, grief, uh, jealousy, uh, you know, any of that kind of low vibration, check the map of consciousness, you can take a look at that. The Map of Consciousness by David Hawkins okay, when we're in that, that is the entryway for the dark side to consume you, your soul, your physical body, your spiritual body, okay, which then allows them to work through you like Jesus would work with you, but they have a different agenda. So ask yourself, and I plan to do a video on this just to teach people, well, Ask yourself if this is your energy when bad things are happening, you know, or are you having like a party, right? Is it you, a couple of entities, you know, (laughs) you know, or is is it you and God or is it you and some other people? We'll call them with souls. And if the answer is that there's other souls, make sure you're clear of that energy prior to making a decision. So these people, um, what's schismitism? It's just a distraction, right? So this person here, and I'm going to put it up here, right? This person here, this person is a distraction, right? They're trying to take me off my goal. So then if I'm off balance, like Jen saying, I need to bring myself back into balance so that I can be with God and do my mission, Right. So who, who in your life is allowing you, is, is having you tip to the side, but not able to come back into balance? Ask yourself that. And then when you react to it, are you bringing in the divine feminine or divine masculine? And which one's serving you in which situation? Anything you want to add to that? I'm going to get rid of this person too. <laughs> so that's amazing. Uh, yeah.
3: Well, one thing that I would like to say to that is um, when that's where paying attention and being mindful of what's going on, having awareness of what's going on within ourselves is very important. You know, when I am in a low vibrational energy, for example, if I'm feeling sad and maybe like angry or, or um, grieving, depressed, you know, in those low vibration, I'm vulnerable in those states. And yes, interference energies can come in and, and so I have to pay attention to what I'm hearing and noticing, you know, in my own head. So um, divine guidance, you know, our higher self, you know, we it, the messages that we get tend to be subtle, you know. And so if I'm hearing things that are negative, it, you know, um, I have to let that go, give it to God, you know? And, and it kind of goes also, we were talking about this last time about the thoughts that we have in our head. You know, we get like 50 to 70 thoughts in our head every single day. And um, about 60%, I mean, 60,000 of those, you know, 50, 60,000 of those thoughts are negative. Actually, yeah, self-indulge. You know, is, and and the majority of times, it's actually the same the same thing that's repeating that we tell ourselves. And it's like, how right. many of those seventy thousand thoughts that you have throughout your day do you even notice? Are you even are we aware of those? Right? Well, because they're so common, Dolly. Yeah are normal because it's it's repeating so if i'm like like having the thought that you know oh i am i am as an example like ah i'm so fat or something like that you know like ah, i should eat less because you know oh my gosh you know i'm like so unhealthy these are things that i'm saying to myself and i'm basically perpetuating and repeating these and, and, it, and it affects ourselves. You were talking about emoto earlier and the energy vibrations of words are so powerful, right? And within our heads, you know, whether they are our own, you know, our own lower aspect of self, our own um, ego self, or even if it's like um, an interference energy, you know, it's like, do I notice it? Do I, am I paying attention to this or am i dismissing it? it's like no i i am choosing and i need you know it takes three positive thoughts to like clear out a negative at least so so it's like oh, i didn't know that you so if you
1: have a negative thought you have to bring in three positive thoughts
3: mm-hmm. so if, if you, you have, have you doing mantras yeah. yeah yeah so if if we have you know 40 or 50,000 out of the 60, 70,000 that are negative. How many positives do you think we need to to have in our life? You know, that's where where it's like if we start paying attention, you know, to the energies, then we can decide what to do with it. Do I want to let it go? Do I even want to pay attention? Well, what if I shift so that I don't even have those thoughts? Then that makes a difference, right? Um, and we were talking about earlier that that awareness is key to healing. If I don't know what's going on, you know, how do I clear? If I don't know that I'm, I'm off balance, you know, it's, it's like, like, am I walking my, am I going along my life in balance or out of balance?
1: So let me ask you a really important question. How can you guide someone to be more aware of how they show up, their feelings, their emotions? How can you support someone in retraining themselves to feel their feelings and be just the basics of feeling their feelings and being aware of their feelings? What does that look like?
3: Well, the first thing is recognizing and, and um, that we want change in our life. Mm-hmm. That's the first step. To notice that, okay, my life is less than the ideal I'd like it to be. Then that means that I, I, when I recognize, okay, this, I would like this, this mm-hmm. is my ideal, my life is here. I like this to be my ideal. Then that means something has to change. And I am I would have to choose that change. So that means I have to start paying attention, okay, what is creating my life? What decisions, what choices am I making in my life that's creating my life the way it is? Right? So first it has we have to have that desire to shift and the desire and then, the, the to start to pay attention to start to notice, you know. Um, and it's when we have that desire to change and we start looking for answers. You know, I start reading, I start talking to people, I look for answers. Okay. Um, you know, I ask someone, Oh, how what did you do? How, what's you know, or or I'm looking for solutions such as your the patch thing that you're talking about, you know, various things because. Because then it's like, I'm recognizing something is a little bit off. I like a shift and I'm looking for answers, right? However, if, if I don't pay attention, if I'm not doing an inventory, you know, if I don't start looking at my thoughts, then how can I change? And I always.
1: But how do they know that that's different? I mean, because they know that they're not getting what they want. Is that what you're saying?
3: Well, you know, um, that's also about paying attention too, right? It's like, what's going on in your life? You know, if, if life is going like. I, 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 hold on a second. Can I
1: pause you for a moment?
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: I'm getting a lot of feedback and somehow the ZDR two came back on and we're going to ban them. And simplicity 570 says I'm moody because you're censoring chat. Jesus is about freedom, not censorship. Yes. It is about freedom, but I also have the freedom, right, to not receive negative information on my show. And so if you're going to be disrespectful and say nasty things, I am going to ban you because I don't want that for the people in my world, okay? So now you're banned. You heard that message. I'm banning you all, okay? And so this is just a lesson. And, um, and uh, Naima says she just blocked the weird guy on YouTube. Thank you. Um, so if, you, so if, if, if people are banning you and stopping you from talking, think about what's coming out of your mouth. Right? Is it something that somebody wants to receive? I mean, I think that's part of that self-awareness. It ties right back into that. If you're not getting what you want, right? And people are saying, go away. Maybe you need to modify what you're saying and think about how it's being received by other people. Is it bringing them love, peace, joy, and happiness? Because that's what Jesus was about. And he did accept people who were um, ailing, but I don't, actually i'll just ask him no he doesn't want me to receive that okay good we're done now <laughs> anyways it's been a weird morning i've never had this happen
3: so i i want to say um that when we have gratitude mm-hmm. when we express gratitude when we focus on appreciation we can raise our vibrations all day yes so you know we're talking about negative thoughts emotions things words within our head without you know things that are coming to us what can i appreciate what am i thankful for right and and gratitude is so uplifting it just gets you closer to the highest vibrations of love.
1: Well, I believe, and I've said this many times, that we can manifest anything we want with gratitude.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I and for people who couldn't hear see me, I was answering your questions, right? And you said, What are we grateful for? And I raised up Fagla. I'm like, I'm grateful for Fagla. And I pointed to you. I'm grateful for you, grateful that you're here on the show. I'm grateful for Naima. Um, I'm actually grateful for those people who were dive bombing the show. It just gave me a lesson to say no quick. (laughs) You know, it taught me. So thank you for showing up in my life so I can, you know, be better and do better. Right? So, like that. Anything you want to add? What are you grateful for?
3: Oh, my gosh. I, so many things. I'm, of course, definitely thankful to be here on the show. Um, and thankful that that I get to talk about these things with you, you know, talking about the divine, the feminine aspects, masculine aspects. It gives me a chance to also look, my, look at my own life, you know, and um, – even like the interference, it's like, okay, you know, like I can have gratitude that that I made aware of there's interferences that come in and what I can do about it. I can put energy in it or I can simply like ignore it, you know, or there give it to the divine, yeah. Right? Or, you know, um, so there's, you know, grateful for the, for the people who are on the show and watching and sharing their comments um, asking their questions and that's just like in this right now right and what else what else are we grateful for in our life not just you know um, uh, sometimes you know I ask people and it's like nothing I get the answer it's like You got an answer of nothing? Yeah. There's sometimes people are like, ah, gee, I don't know. There's nothing. It was kind of a lousy day. There wasn't anything good. And it's like, wait, let's see. Let's take a moment. There must be something. Like, for example, do you prefer sunny days or rainy days? And it's like, oh, I like sunny days. Well, is it sunny today? it's like yeah you know yeah so it's like was it you know was it nice did you enjoy that it was a nice so we could start with little things because sometimes that's easier than than um examining ourselves right and um i think I
1: people do struggle with examining themselves yeah and um, and you know i i understand I think it's painful. And I, in the same breath, I'll just be honest, I don't understand. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was trained as a child to examine myself. I mean, I was in counseling at age of eleven. So it's always been understand who I am, how I'm showing up. I mean, so what I ask other people to do, I'm trained I've been training myself to do that since I was a kid. So uh Angry spinster chat. (laughs) This is comical. You guys are hilarious. So I just want to send you guys love and grace. Really? Because now it's just a joke. It's funny. I mean, so, um, I mean, it's funny. They should get their own show and they should just do that. (laughs) We got more people, you know, doing their thing. But, you know, when I talk about gratitude, um, oh, we have a call a caller. Why don't I just you want me to take a quick call and see who's who's there and has a question? It's it's your show. Okay, let's do that. Okay, so seven seven three 52530 We're gonna bring you on air. Hold on. All right, so welcome to uh, the female solution, self cell care. What's your name and where you're calling from?
7: Hi, uh, yes, this is AMG Psy God. Judge Pew Bay of the United States of America Republic, located here in New Mexico, Chicago province of Illinois. Just calling in when you spoke on gratefulness. Just wanted to thank and be grateful for the female solution. Because you ladies, you queens, you you bring so many solutions. And you know it was the show was very deep and profound.
1: You know, I'm just blessed to be able to thank you. So thank you back. Uh, Really, thank you.
0: Um,
1: We're grateful to have you, you know, when people can spend their time anywhere they want, right? I am beyond grateful that you choose us. Really, I'm just beyond grateful that you choose us.
7: I start my day off with you when I can, and every time I can, I like to listen holistically. And one word I was waiting um, to hear was balance. And when I heard it, I said, okay, (laughs) there's no need for me to jump on with the profoundness. um, You know, in in the divine masculinity, and the divine femininity, I said, okay, you know, they they spoke. And it's about choosing and having that awareness of balance, when up. bring feminine energy to certain situations and when to have that masculine overtone and assertiveness to things. So, you know, I just love listening in and love hearing the the affirmation and verification and confirmation of things that the Most High is having me to be aware of with with myself as I continue to grow to my higher self. So I'm one of many to be grateful and thankful for the jewel. Of the female solution.
0: So I
7: just encourage you ladies
1: to keep doing and keep, keep up the great
7: um, godly work that you guys, that you women are, are doing.
1: So- well, we'll go by guys too. I i am so not offended. Like, you know, I'm like, girls, guys, you know, call me what you want and I'll still show up. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, know, because, you know,
7: you know, let's just thank, just, just thank God that, you know, we can't come here without coming through, you know, you beautiful women. So, you know, that's just a, a fact that a matter. So, you know, once again, having that balance. And uh, once again, I'm one of many to just uh, be thankful and grateful for the female solution.
4: Well,
1: well, thank you, you for job. that. You know, it's, it's interesting. You said you can't come through, you can't come to earth unless you come through us as women. And I often forget that because, you know, I didn't have children. I saw a movie at the age of uh, 14 about how babies were born, like, you know, and I just just said, no. (laughs) (laughs) I said, no,
0: (laughs) no, thank you.
1: Well, thank you for you. We're very grateful to you. Uh, Bless you. Uh, Jen, would you like to lead a blessing for everyone for the day so they can lead their day? I'm going to close your mic, okay? All right. Thank you, thank you. Jen, to end the show, would you like to lead a prayer to uh, help everybody uh, lead their day?
3: Hmm. Well, um, let me see. May we all be blessed with the love of the divine. May we all be blessed with gratitude in our hearts. May we all be blessed with peace and joy and reverence for ourselves and all others. Amen, amen, amen. So So be it, so be it, so be it. And so it
1: it is. is. Thank you. And I will add one thing to that.
0: Ten seconds.
1: If you can't change it, laugh at it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Have some levity today, everybody. Have some joy. Have some joy. We all love you. We're thankful for you all being here. And uh, God bless. All right. So I'm going to... Um, and the show on the Blog Talk. Thank you, everybody, and goodbye. And if you didn't catch the whole show, uh, you can download it later on any of the platforms. And end
0: that. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Spinster
1: Cope. You are funny. He's funny. All right. And, you know, the one thing we didn't do is um, – Jen, can you put in how people can get in touch with you, your website for me? Oh,
3: uh, yes. So um, you can reach me at weavinglux.com. That's uh, current, my current website right now and um, has like my upcoming events going on, I'm doing uh, group healings. I'm excited about doing some group healings coming up soon. The first one being um, Healing Blocks to Love. So be happy if you join me, and um, yeah, thank you for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure.
1: It's thank you. A- and all all of Jen's information is actually in um, is in the thread. Like you know, so when you look at YouTube or Facebook um, or any of the other platforms, all of her contact information is always in that, in, you know, on that show. So. Um. <laughs> All right. Thank you so very much, everybody. Um, God bless and have a great day. And let me just do that.